Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Joining us on the program is John Pincus, who is an associate of specializing in labor and employment law, of course, at Samfiru Tumarkin, LLP. Uh, John, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Good morning. Glad to be here. I, I was just going over some of the notes about the Elizabeth May thing, and I don't know how deeply you want to get into the particulars, but there's one phrase here that jumped out at me, uh, and this is the, uh, the I guess, the, the overview of, uh, of the findings. It says, in our opinion, their allegations, the, those people that brought the allegations against uh, May, uh, if accepted as true, do not rise to the level of workplace harassment under the Occupational Health and Safety Act, uh, end of quote, and, mm-hmm. which indicates to us that there is a bar that needs to be met. There is a bar. It's it's not, I mean, it is subject, I suppose, to interpretation. I mean, the exact wording in the act is that it has to be, you know, a, a basically a vexatious course of conduct that someone should know uh, is unwelcome. So it's it's not very precisely defined. So uh, different investigators will define it slightly differently. But I, I can tell you as someone who uh, was was once a workplace investigator myself that probably the majority of workplace investigations uh, do result in a finding that you know something went on here that was probably not good work behavior but doesn't rise to the high level of harassment because harassment has to be something where someone is quite deliberately making life miserable for someone and someone who may not be as tactful uh, as other managers who may not have the most sensitive uh, manners with people is not going to necessarily rise to the level of harassment. So by saying that, basically what they're saying is we're not endorsing the way that Elizabeth May treated people. Uh, it's just that we can't, we can't label her with the very serious label of a workplace harasser. Is this happening more often? I, I mean, I know that, you know, it, in pop culture, we see the movies, you know, bad bosses, and there are jokes about bad bosses. But, I mean, this this can be serious stuff. I mean, this is where you spend the majority of your day in the workplace. And, and if it's an uncomfortable situation for you, obviously that's going to wear on you. Yeah, I think that this is happening more often, and I think one of the causes for that is the increased focus on mental health, the increased awareness of mental health and anxiety, and that 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 it's a real thing, and that there's a, a real and strong link, of course, to the workplace where people spend most of their time. So to me, it's not surprising that we're seeing an increase in complaints of workplace harassment at the same time as we see an increased awareness of mental health in the in the workplace, so I do think those two things go hand in hand, I'm, and and that's a good thing I think overall. I, I mean, there are, I guess a couple of variables here. I mean, if you're into a situation where I guess a, a unionized uh, place of employment, I'm, I, I guess whatever the the collective agreement was would spell out an awful lot of what the duties could be, etc. But a lot of us aren't in that circumstance, John, and we really don't know what the parameters are. Well, the parameters are. I mean, if you really feel like you are in the workplace and you're being mistreated. The, the first thing you should do is, is speak to the human resources advisor, human resources manager, and really by virtue of you bringing it to their attention, they now have a duty to investigate that complaint. And if they don't, even if your complaint turns out not to be substantiated, by virtue of the fact that they didn't take it seriously, uh, they're actually opening themselves up to a claim for constructive dismissal. They have to respond. So it's in your interest to bring it to their attention because more and more employers are now realizing, particularly those who have counsel, that they have to take it seriously, even if they don't think that it's likely going to result in a finding of harassment. 
Does there have to be a pattern? I mean, we're all going to have bad days at work, whatever that work is. You know, where the boss is getting on our nerves, and and maybe you know, hey, do this or work after hours or whatever the case might be. But but I guess step one, if you do want to create a pattern like that, is is to chronicle these things. Definitely chronicle these things. Put them into emails. Write them down. And of course, the law recognizes that employers have the the right to performance manage people. And just because they they use a, a tone of voice that you don't like, or they uh, they don't uh, they're not as tactful, not as pleasant as some other people. Of course, that's not going to create workplace harassment. But definitely, if you've just exited a meeting and your boss was yelling at you, saying inappropriate things, then document that into an email and send that email and say, look, this is what happened, and put it to them. And if they don't refute that, then that's going to become evidence later on. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.